Chapter 20 of Brown Book of the Hitler Terror. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Brown Book of the Hitler Terror by Lord Marley. Chapter 11 The German Workers' Fight Against Fascism. On April 21, 1933, the German Press Bureau of Stuttgart issued the following. Although the seizure and confiscation of all communist printed papers was ordered as far back as March 1st, communist sheets are still circulating. On April 28th, the British Press Bureau of Berlin stated, in the course of the search a considerable quantity of printed matter and numerous stencils for the production of leaflet material for may first were found at stiglitz in friedenau that the attempt to stop the organization of the anti-fascist fight had not succeeded is shown by the following announcement made by the police press bureau of Kassel on may fifth nineteen thirty three in continuation of the measures taken against the illegal district leadership of the German Communist Party in Kassel, early on Thursday morning the political police carried out searches in secret offices and in the houses of the leaders of the district committee. On May 26, 1933, the Bremen police announced that in spite of the police warning issued a few days ago in connection with the distribution of illegal communist sheets and the reference to the severe penalties attached on thursday evening the illegal arbiter zeitung six pages in size was circulated by the communists hitler aimed at carrying out the destruction of all political parties but there is one party that he cannot destroy the german communist party which is carrying on the fight against fascism illegally the statements issued by the hitler government are every day proving that the party's active opposition cannot be broken reports are coming in from every part of germany showing that groups of workers belonging to the social democratic party and to the reichsbanner the league of socialist youth and the christian organizations are joining with the communists in the fight in the days following the burning of the reichstag anti-fascist sheets issued by the communists were already circulating among the workers workers homes and the cellars and roofs of blocks of flats were transformed into secret printing works although hundreds of active agitators were arrested thousands of newly trained and determined workers took their place in spite of the extension of torture and ill-treatment the fight for freedom against fascism continued even more vigorously and with increasing effect each line of the illegal papers issued by the communists is literally written in blood new horrible acts of torture were perpetuated wherever each issue of these papers appeared before the end of march an illegally printed pamphlet on the burning of the reichstag was produced and was distributed in every part of germany its external appearance is that of the advertisement of the film in the sign of the cross 
Goring, the organizer of the Reichstag fire, was compelled to pay a glowing tribute to the disintegrating work carried out by the communists when, at the end of June 1933, he dissolved the organization of young German nationalists on the official ground that it had been completely permeated by communists. Early in July, the threatening statements issued by Hitler and Frick against a second revolution showed that the work of unmasking the Hitler government was achieving success even among large numbers of the storm troops and of the National Socialist factory cells. The following pages give only a brief and partial statement of the underground work which is being carried on in Germany. The Illegal Rotafane one of the most vital sections of the fight against fascism is the production and distribution of illegal newspapers. The Rotafana, the central organ of the German Communist Party, has been appearing regularly since the burning of the Reichstag. Police activities, raids, the allocation of thousands of spies, nightly patrols of stormtroop men through printing works have been unable to prevent the production of this paper. It continues to appear as a two- or four-page paper, and to find its way into the blocks of flats in Wedding, into the AEG, and Simon's factories, and into the railway stations. Though the technical production of the paper may be worse than before, it is certain that none of its former issues have ever been read by so many people as the present issues. The Christian Socialist paper Reichspost, issued in Vienna on May 27th, printed the following interesting story. At first, the Rotafana appeared in an illegally printed edition of 300,000 copies, and this was followed by a number of duplicated editions. Secret presses, previously prepared for such purposes, duplicating machines and typewriters began their work soon the greater part of the local cell and industrial papers though most of them only duplicated were again in circulation and hundreds of thousands of leaflets were being passed from hand to hand in the factories and at the labor exchanges in twenty different areas in greater berlin in addition to the printed rotafana duplicated papers produced from wax or metal sheets are regularly distributed weekly experienced long before the hitler dictatorship was and sometimes twice weekly they all bear the heading rotafana these papers are edited by workers red papers throughout germany Early in May, the Hamburg police announced that, in spite of the strongest countermeasures taken by the authorities, again and again, treasonable publications of the Communist Party of Germany, and particularly papers such as the prohibited Hamburger Volkszeitung and other Marxist productions, are being produced and sold on the streets. In the Ruhr district, the Ruhr Echo has appeared several times in large editions, the May 1st number was even printed in two colors. In Essen, although whole districts of the town have been searched through by storm troops and police, and although courageous distributors of the papers have been most horribly tortured, duplicated editions of the Ruhr Echo continue to appear. 
a letter received from a munich worker reports that every week a hectographed newspaper is issued in an edition of three thousand copies immediately after its production it is distributed to the separate anti-fascist groups and brought by them to the workers in a number of different ways six reichsbanner groups are helping in the distribution the bremen police refer to the illegal six-page paper the arbiter zeitung in stuttgart the south german arbiter zeitung appears in printed form and illegal papers are also distributed in leipzig and frankfurt am main during april and may several numbers of the dusseldorf journal freiheit were distributed in mannheim several issues of the rote fahne badens have been published in erfurt the thuringer volksblatt appears in duplicated form in the factories the only party which had made preparations for carrying on underground activities in the factories was the communist party its members were already established in the secret production and distribution of factory papers and because of this experience it had been possible for numbers of such papers to be distributed in the factories during the period of the hitler dictatorship for example a worker in the aeg works in berlin reports as follows in the anti-fastici front of july second nineteen thirty three our last leaflet appeared in a format ten by twenty centimeters we produced it in the following way we first worked out the slogans and cut them in linoleum then we put the strips of linoleum over an inked bladder and printed off copies one by one during the night we posted a great number of these copies on various gates of the factory and we scattered the remainder in the streets round our fellow workers who are really starving for material of this kind picked up the leaflets as they came back to work in the morning and showed great enthusiasm each single leaflet passing through dozens of hands the illegal papers hofentelegrammi funkspruch and der sturm are being published in the port of hamburg from one hamburg office it is reported that the rolls of paper in the closets contained small leaflets or cuttings from illegal papers in the siemens works of spandau berlin anti-fascist youth workers have up to now succeeded in producing their paper regularly in the bielfeld works the rote wacht is being produced and distributed by a joint group of communist social democrats and reichsbanner workers lightning demonstrations during the months of march april and may there were large and small anti-fascist demonstrations in hundreds of places most of them took the form of so-called lightning demonstrations in such demonstrations the workers assemble at an agreed point at a given signal carry out a demonstration lasting only a few minutes shouting slogans against the hitler dictatorship and singing anti-fascist songs these demonstrations as a rule succeed in dispersing again before the police or storm troops are able to intervene these mobile methods are adopted to prevent a large number of arrests during april such demonstrations were held in addition to very many others of which we have no reports in Remscheid, Cleve, Krefeld, 
Siegen, Stetten, Worms, Osterode, Dusseldorf, and Linden, near Hanover. A report from Hamburg states that early in May the Young Communist League distributed 10,000 printed leaflets, posted up 80 posters prepared by hand, and painted anti-fascist slogans on walls and pillars in every part of the town. Four lightning demonstrations were held, in each of which an average of 300 workers took part. A Danish anti-fascist reports that during a visit to Germany he saw a street choir of four workers who suddenly shouted, Who set fire to the Reichstag? The Nazis! And then separated and disappeared. Early in March, a streamer was found across a working-class street in Dortmund, bearing the words, Nero set fire to Rome, and put the blame on the Christians. Hitler set fire to the Reichstag and blames the communists the same slogan printed from a linoleum cut was posted on walls all over dortmund at the end of april the vosichi zeitung of may third reports the wolf telegraph bureau reports from barnau that the night of april thirtieth may first a red banner bearing a hammer and sickle was fastened to the top of the steeple of the Marienkirk early in the morning of may first it was taken down by storm-troop men at the risk of their lives that morning which was the festival of national labor nazis who went to hoist the swastika banner at the town hall discovered that it had been stolen during the night the excitement in barnau arising from this double act of provocation was indescribable during the night of May 1st-2nd, about 40 suspected persons were arrested by the stormtroops and police, and removed to the concentration camp at Oranienburg. In addition to torture and murder, starvation is used by the Hitler government as a method of fighting the anti-fascists. The following quotation from the Frankfurter Zeitung of May 10, 1933, illustrates the methods used in the attempt to force the unemployed to denounce anti-fascist agitators. Kassel, May 8th. In Schmuckelden, which is in the administrative district of Kassel, intensified communist propaganda among the unemployed have been in evidence during the last few days several communist leaflets have been distributed and their producers and distributors have not yet been discovered the mayor of smalkelden has therefore ordered that relief is to be withheld from all recipients who are of the left tendencies until the criminals have been caught anti-fascists who are charged before the courts are not allowed witnesses or any other opportunities of defense before the charge is heard, the penalty has already been decided on, but in spite of everything, many of the accused have made a heroic stand in court against the fascist dictatorship. A report from Altona, dated June 2, 1933, for example, states that during the trial of 20 anti-fascist workers, the communist worker Lutgens, against whom the government attorney demanded the death penalty, stated that he regarded this demand put forward by the prosecution as an honor 
as there could be no higher honor for a revolutionary worker than to be sentenced to the death penalty by a capitalist class court and prison clothes were robes of honor in the middle of may a typist Fraulein Jur was sentenced to imprisonment for eighteen months for having passed on leaflets. The Berlin journal Der Tag reported that the accused stated in court that she still remained loyal to communist ideas, to which prosecuting counsel replied, attention must be called to the audacity and shamelessness displayed by communists who dare to proclaim their views even here in front of the special tribunals similar cases are reported from all parts of germany only a very small percentage of the sentences passed on anti-fascist agitators is ever reported in the press but the increasing severity of the sentences has done nothing to stop the anti-fascist work which is being carried on unceasingly it has only been possible within the limits of this book to give a few examples of this work the organization of political and economic strikes the hundreds of separate movements within the factories and the results in the compulsory labor camps must be left to the second volume of the brown book the story of the heroic stand made by anti-fascists in the struggle for german freedom has still to be written the story of fighters who stood their ground in spite of the menace of murder the story of prisoners who met the death sentence with a proud declaration of their loyalty to socialism the story of tortured victims who sang the international in spite of steel rods and truncheons the story of heroes like the teacher wilhelm hamann in hessen who was ordered to raise the swastika banner and shout long live the leader of the german people adolf hitler but who hurled the banner to the ground and amid the blows of the storm-troop men shouted long live the revolution and comrade thalman tens of thousands of nameless heroes are fighting to free germany and the world from the shameful barbarism of the brown shirts they are facing courts martial and the gallows torture and concentration camps their loyalty and courage cannot be broken and their ceaseless activity is fanning the spark which will burst forth into the flame of socialist freedom end of section twenty chapter eleven